Good evening, good afternoon, good morning. My name is Malachi J. Matthews, and this is Fresh Frights on a Friday night, lockdown style. And I'm joined, as always, by Hollywood, Hollywood Fletch. How's it going, Hollywood Fletch, this evening? Uh, I'm okay. Are you okay? Yeah, fine. I'm tired. I'm be tired. I've been doing... What have you been up to? Loads of new stuff out there to check out. This is the advantage of lockdown, I guess. There's all this stuff all this media for me to consume and I've been having a lot of fun with it actually. Good, I've been building wicker fences and stuff like that gardening You've not watched anything new or anything? I haven't watched any telly for the past couple of days, no. Wow, you must have been busy. I haven't really watched telly in about a week, I don't think Um, but I've started shortlisting some films for the Tuesday episodes which I'm going to watch this evening I found some gems that I'm going to start watching, but no Oh, I did. I watched the Ewoks films. The, the Benoit of the Star Wars world, as it were. Everyone Don't uh... say that. <laughs> but yeah, everyone wants to forget that the Ewoks films ever happened. And yeah, I, I found them. Talking about fresh frights and, you know, fresh new stuff, indie, indie made stuff. And, you're to, and you watched the Ewoks film. I watched the Ewoks film. Yeah, yeah, that's it. I, I, I vaguely remember seeing them when I was a kid. From this struggling is indie auteur George Lucas. Well, it had uh, it, it connected to Supertat. It had uh, Miss McGill, the ice hockey player diddler from, from Youngblood. She was the mum in it. Oh, yeah. wow. By the second film, they obviously realised, because they don't speak English in the first film, they're just speaking space bear gibberish, Fletch. Absolute yes. twaddle. And then the second film, it came out the year after. Uh, Wicket is it's fluent. Fluent in English by the time they come back. Uh, it's almost yeah. as if the children couldn't understand a fucking word that was going on in the first film. And the only two people that spoke in it, apart from the, the captured parents, were the children that got, that got stranded on Endor. Uh, the little girl, Sindel, she's nice, but the lad called Mace is a prick. And uh, I'm glad he dies at the start of the first, second one. Sorry. Oh, spoilers. Oh, no. I was absolutely going to watch the Ewok films. You were going to watch, well, I nearly, I nearly put it on the list because you'd probably actually like it because there's a lot of claymation and people running around in, cost, in, in suits. It's not like Star Wars. Well, you yeah. know I am a keen supporter of any of Disney's properties. Yeah, well, it's not. This is not. I actually asked a few people and this isn't on Disney Plus or anything like that. is isn't part of it. This and the Ewoks cartoon and the Droids cartoon, apparently. Uh, they are the... The unwanted children of Lucas. Oh, that and the Christmas special, which is also uh, the, the holiday special about when uh, Chewbacca goes home. Uh, which more is of on- a He-Man special kind of guy. Yeah, well, that's that's it, really. So, yeah, that's it. Other than that, I've been eating a lot of internet food, to be honest. I've just eaten some now, just before we started. Oh, we lovely. started a little bit later than we thought. So I was like, I'm going to get an internet food. And I did. Uh, from Yum Burger, a new place in Derby. Um, it's it certainly is yum. Yeah, I had one too, actually, on your recommendation. Yeah, it was good. I had the dirty, dirty chicken fries tonight. <laughs> you need to stop ordering all that food in. Well, I know. Yeah, we've got like sweets from America turned up, and uh, cereals and things like that. I mean, it's the one thing I used to be quite interested in and be, be into drugs and things like that. Now it's sweets and cheeses, uh, condiments from around the world. So is your dealer social distancing as well now? Yeah, well, the thing is, that that's it. I can, I can just tippity-tap on Amazon, box of sweets turns up the next day. 
I'm sure a pusher man would be classed as essential in these times. Not a pusher man, but a facilitator. Well, off licenses are. Well, yeah, there you go. Exactly. Yeah. Doesn't cheap go- cheap vodka kill it? Kill kills the COVID nineteen. That's what I say when I sit and crying in the bath, drinking the cheap vodka. It's killing it. It's killing something, Fletch. It's killing. Yeah. Whilst we're on the subject, can you stop videoing yourself in the bath and sending it to me, please? Absolutely not, Fletch. We've known each other for a long time. I'm never going to stop. I'm never going to stop. That's a little glimpse into my real life there. <laughs> but yeah, there's a list of people who get those those uh, those photos. So you know, and some people appreciate it, Fletch. Oh, oh I am. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm so ungrateful. And Will Cruz has kept them all, actually. All the photos I've ever sent him of him in the bath. And he showed them all to his, uh, his girlfriend uh, yeah, a few months called, ago. It's called Evidence. All in one go. She was like, oh, you're the guy. Oh, this is Malachi. And she was like, oh, you're the guy from the bath. <laughs> you're the guy with the bath vlog. Yeah, I've got a bath vlog, you know, especially after shows. We, 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 I haven't been doing any shows, so I'm just, I'm just doing the bath. Can we start yeah. that? What? Bath vlog? The bath vlog. Malachi's bath vlog. It's just... It's just that you can just we can put it on the YouTube channel. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll we'll make a little that. intro for it, and then it will just be you rambling in the bath, rambling, drinking, drinking, yeah, um, yeah drinking, just drinking, drinking and doing... jeffing in the bath. Effing and jeffing. What have you been consuming other than internet foods like myself? We got sent a, sh- a short film through our Twitter account mm. from an Andrea Rika. It's called the Amulet of Fear. The Amulet of Fear. That. Does not sound unlike a Dio album, if I'm perfectly honest, which uh, ticks a box straight away for me. It's a cool little short that she's uh, sent out, that she's published on YouTube and uh, stuck on Twitter. Had a little look at it. She's quite good. It's, yeah. uh, it's, a, nice little, it's a nice little humorous, humorous short about a woman who's stuck in a house reading a book, a Stephen King novel, I believe. And what happens is the monster from the book comes alive and she's just right. trapped alone in the house with it. It's a, it's a nice bit of uh, isolation cinema there for you. So that's called The Amulet of Fear by Andrea Rika. Uh, apparently she was just uh, reading a book one day and she thought, wouldn't it be cool if like, the stuff from this book just came alive now? And then she made a little film about it. Good. Yeah, what check out our Twitter. I'll retweet it on there. And so if anyone wants to jump on our YouTube and have a look at it, well worth, uh, well worth just having a little look. Also, I've been playing the Haunted PS1 demo disc yeah i haven't seen this yet but I, you've been telling about every time i've spoke to you you've been playing that and i looked up a video for it and i found out i can actually get it and i can run it on my stuff that i've got here so when i get next time i'm on i'm pillaging the internet for games i will acquire that because it looks really interesting. it's like 17 different mini games is that right and more they're they're, uh, they're adding more i believe and all you need to do is just pop online just google it and you will find it and you can just download it straight away for free onto your pc it's got a collection of games there i've not played all of them yet what they are uh, are a bunch of independently made horror games they've got that advantage of being independent just means independent horror means you can just be as weird as fuck with it yeah. <laughs> and some of them are genuinely good games as well with like for instance the standouts for me one was called filth breed which was uh, a very short survival kind of like survival horror shooter and you're just walking around dark corridors and stuff i found it genuinely terrifying it had 
you know, it looked like a PS1 game. It has those PS1 type graphics. And mm. it was just really scary. And another one was Sauna 2000. You're just a bloke at a sauna in Finland. Okay. Yeah. And it's just <laughs> incredibly surreal. And oh. yeah, actually quite scary in places. Uh, I definitely recommend uh, if you're looking for something to play, some nice, uh, nice little horror games to play. Definitely Google that and have a look because there's some absolute gold on there. So I'm still working through it at the moment. Good stuff. Look, Fletcher, you're you're beating me on the uh, on the content stuff that you've you've consumed this. Or I have, like I say, I've just been outside. Very, I've caught, I've got a very you've red just face. Just been watching the fucking Ewok film instead. And watching Ewoks and I trying to work what... your way through all the fucking Marvel films. I watched three of them. <laughs> Fresh, fresh frights, mate. Indie horror, not fucking Disney circle jerk. The Spider-Man one was new that I watched. Fuck, fuck (laughs) Spider-Man. Fuck (laughs) Spider-Man. Don't ever talk to me about fucking Spider-Man again, unless it's into the Spider-Verse, because that's absolutely fucking art. Yeah. Oh, speaking as well of other little bits of content, I did happen to be listening to uh, Laser Graves last night. And they popped up on there with a little bit of a recommendation. They were watching a film that we watched a few months back called Hard Rock Zombies, which we decided at one point in the film, we, I won't, we won't tell you what it's about because we decided we weren't going to cover it. But they've done it. During our episode, they were talking about other heavy metal horror films. And they were talking about one in particular that was recommended to them by Hollywood Fletch himself. Oh. Uh, hard Rock, it's your choice. <laughs> yeah. Oh god, yeah. So just uh, just imagine Reefer Madness, but about about rock music instead. The dangers, the dangers of heavy metal. I mean, heavy metal, heavy metal horror. I mean, it's it's a it's a thing. Heavy metal horror, Satan, and that is what you call a lovely little segue into the first film that we did this week for Friday Night Fletch. Are you ready to fully commit yourself to Satan? Yes! It's Satanic, not a good segue Satanic. if you fucking say, that's a segue. No. no. Satanic Panic, Fletch. Uh, released by Fangoria. It's a fango. It's a fango film, Fletch. It sure is. It's available now on video on demand. I believe it was on Shudder. Directed by Chelsea Stardust. This is a cautionary tale about Satanism and suburbia, Fletcher. A pizza well. girl. It's part of a current trend of films that we're seeing at the moment. Really great films, by the way, telling us that uh, we just can't trust rich people. Satanic Panic follows Sam, who is a hapless pizza delivery guy, girl, person, working her first night on the job. Her final delivery of the night takes her to the lavish neighbourhood of Mills Basin, where the residents are taking part in a gruesome ritual to summon the satanic deity Baphomet forced into a night-long battle Fletch suburban hellscape it's part of this current trend of films that we're getting that evergreen message of don't trust middle-class people and it's churning out the best films at the moment I mean it's it's relevant now more than ever really in this film we see a rich person telling some working-class youngsters that they don't understand sacrifice whilst actually sacrificing said young people. It's never been more relevant, especially right now, when across the pond, you've got a bunch of 
fucking middle class people who are urging low low income workers like protagonist Sam to go back to work so they can have their home comforts. Yeah, exactly. I don't know if you've seen, but there's this current discourse around horror films at the moment and people moaning about them being political and how horror films are too political at the moment, which is yeah. utter horseshit because they always have been about oh, God, something. Totally. They've always been about the state of society. I mean, this if you want to find out about, you know, a certain time, then you look at its horror, horror films. Film. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, definitely. Yeah, and, and this is it. We've got this, and you've got other films like Get Out mm. and Knives Out. All the outs. All the outs. Get Out, Knives Out. Oh, have you seen Ready or Not? I haven't seen that yet, no. Yeah, I will never get bored of seeing rich people get fucked up. Yeah, this is, a, this is another one just like that. It's very, very rare that I have to look away from the screen. <laughs> First gruesome scene, I was... oh. I couldn't, I couldn't actually watch it, which is, which is a rarity for me. Uh, yes. the, the, the practical effects in it are great. We've yeah. got body horror, lots of things entering and exiting people that shouldn't be doing that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And, and lots of, it's, it's all, um, all very practical effects as well in our book because we like the gore, we love the gore. It's a great Fango film anyway, so I'd recommend going to watch it. The soundtrack's great. Oh, the soundtrack's amazing. The, like the first, the, the little intro bit when it had that clanky corn-esque uh, bass as well. <laughs> speaking, of, speaking of great soundtracks as well, how good was the soundtrack to our next film? The soundtrack to the next film was amazing. May, um, I wrote it down as well. Produced by somebody called Feathers. I've never heard of them, but I will definitely be looking, I'm going to be looking them up because the soundtrack to the next film, as Fletcher said, was incredible. It slaps. It does slap. Fletch, what was the second film with the slapping soundtrack that we did today? Here you got about a white married male who happens to be a father living in the suburbs of Critiker County, who also happens to be your AA sponsor, has been secretly running around, cramming objects, animals, and children up his ass. Then he somehow digests them, and he does this in sprays, almost in serial killer fashion. Is that about it? Uh-huh. But boy. But boy, this is a film that we got sent and really didn't know what to expect with this one <laughs> at all. You've been keeping this one from me because you had the you had it sent to us and you were just like, oh, we're going to do this, do this, do this, and we've got But Boy. I watched the trailer to it the other day and like, I was like, I have to see this film. It's out on video on demand at the moment. It was supposed to be screened in the cinema, but that was um, the reason we were going to be doing it later was for a cinema release, but obviously that isn't happening now. So the guys have asked us to review it before then, and we did. Fuck me, what a film. Genuine. <laughs> Detective Fox loves work and alcohol. After going to an Alcoholics Anonymous meeting, his sponsor, Chip, becomes the main suspect in the investigation of a missing child. Fox believes that people are disappearing. Up Chip's ass. It's been a while since I watched a really good noir film. The thing is about noir films I absolutely love. It's so enduring. They've basically been around since the birth of cinema itself. And it's just such a recognisable genre. If you look at him, he's a he's this flawed, hard-boiled cop. They even make a joke about it. Because when he, when he tells Chip that he's a detective, Chip's like, obviously... But the whole thing about this film is 
So when it comes to storytelling, and this is the thing that I always say, is that it doesn't matter what it's about, and it can be as outlandish and ridiculous as you want, as long as the yeah. story itself is compelling and the characters are compelling. Because yeah, if you yeah. do that, then you can just do what you like. And here we have this ridiculous premise, which is a guy shoving things up his ass yeah. and making them disappear. It works. It works great because the characters work and the story yeah. works. And it's done like totally straight as well, which is the, the, the beauty of it as well. Yeah. It's inconsequential mm. that he's shoving it. He's, he's a serial killer, basically. Yeah, yeah. And that's the main thing. This detective, he's trying to deal with his own problems with his alcoholism and he's separated from his wife and things like that. And then his prime suspect becomes his sponsor at his AA group. And then it's got this great setup now where we've got the game of cat and mouse is afoot. Exactly what I was going to say, cat and mouse, yeah. Yes, because they both know that he's guilty, but he he has to catch him. And there's these great scenes in it where they're just together and... He's interrogating him in a social situation like without different. actually interrogating him. Brilliant detective noir. That's why this genre is so enduring, because it's just a great vehicle for telling amazing stories and just really tense drama. And like you say, it's inconsequential, incon- really, about what the actual s- subject is sometimes. and it, it is as ridiculous as this film, because on paper, it sounds ludicrous. Like a, a guy, a chip, a normal guy basically gets obsessed with putting things up his ass to the point where people start going missing and it's ruining people's lives. The opposites between the two men as well. The detective is a man, he, he has nothing. He, he's, he's outside looking in at his ex-wife living her suburban life with her family. Yeah. And Chip, on the other hand, he has all of that, but he's trapped in this very humdrum existence. And there's something really dark about that whenever you see it, when you see people... You know, the white-collar worker sat in his office as, it, as yeah. everything, life just kind of drones past him. And that's what drives him to doing these terrible things. Even though on the surface, he's quite a normal, even sympathetic guy. Really, what's driving him is the fact that he's, he's doing something now, so he can't stop. It's, it's a film that is talking about uh, addiction in, a, in a, quite an odd way. By odd, do you mean interesting? Yes, yes, in an interesting way. Yeah, it, it because that is blatantly what the whole film is about addiction when it comes to it. Obviously, Chip is going to the Alcoholics Anonymous meetings, but he's not an alcoholic. He's uh, putting things up his ass. <laughs> so, it's pretty. It's pretty addictive, Malachi. Well, yeah, you know, you know, it's a it's a slippery slope. Mm. <laughs> yeah, or not, uh, as the case may be. And Fox's road to redemption to self-redemption is really quite touching as well. I found the finale to the film quite powerful. Yes, I did as well. And again, when you think about how ludicrous it is... Uh, but this is, this is why great character, character writing and acting as well makes yeah. it more important. film that makes you feel something. Do you know what I mean? Especially at the end of it. Fans of the genre don't be turned off by the strangeness of the film. Because it is, yeah. in fact, just very solid noir work. It's very solid genre work, and it's really good. Written, directed, and starring Tyler Cormack, uh, the guy that plays Chip, actually wrote and directed this film as well. 
He's so, the guy you know, shoving things up his ass. Yeah, he's the guy shoving all the stuff up his ass. But didn't he um, find anyone else to do it? <laughs> no, maybe not. Maybe not. Or maybe he's addicted to it, and this is a cry for help. <laughs> but Butt Boy is available now on video on demand, and it's be available on Blu-ray and DVD on April the twenty-eighth. Well worth a watch. Yeah. So there was two hot slices of fresh meat: Satanic Panic and Butt Boy, thoroughly endorsed by Super Tat Film Club. Never a better time than there is right now to, to, than to take advantage of all the streaming services, the people that are putting stuff on on their own, there's stuff on YouTube, there's stuff everywhere. And then when you're looking at podcasts and music, you're stuck in the house. Support your local restaurants by ordering in. Make sure that you tip your delivery guy, girl, pizza delivery person, and don't slay them in a satanic summoning of Baphomet. Definitely don't do that. But do support your local restaurants. Because... Don't be middle class. If you're middle class, stop listening. So thank you for joining us this week uh, for Fresh Frights on Friday night. We'll be back on Tuesday with our regular Tuesday shenanigans, I believe. Oh, we're off to Italy on Tuesday, Fletch. We're off uh, back to Italy with a bit of demone, demons. That's right, mate. It's going to be fun. Yeah, it's going to be fun. A nice, a nice little light-hearted jaunt around Italy. So we'll see you on Tuesday and we'll see you on Friday because that's what we do. Bye.